0: Hey, everybody. Greg Harrelson here with another episode of the Level Up podcast. And I have, um, you know, my special guest and partner and great friend, Brendan Payne with me, co-host. He's um, on most of these uh, with me. Um, And and, uh, we also have a very, very special guest, Brendan, not to knock you down, you know, any levels. Okay. Debbie's going to set a whole nother standard here. So um, this is going to be fun. And the reason is this. I started with Mike Ferry, I'm going to say, 23 years ago. It was something like that. Um, and one of the things that I you know, did as I, I began is I observed a lot of different agents and ones that were doing big things, and Debbie happened to be one of them, and she also had a group of friends that... We're just their whole group was somebody to that i looked up to and i know many of my peers looked up to and then later on we all kind of blended together and started doing masterminding and it's been a while since debbie and i, I debbie and i have connected so it's just great and it's going to be entertaining and fun and informative here so debbie since we have since since the past you know there's been a gap of time um between our communication and you have done like a lot of things um, that I hear about, but I don't really even know the best way to describe them. So before we kick it off, can you just tell us a little bit about what you're up to, what you're doing right now, and then we'll we'll go right into a conversation.
1: Absolutely. I actually live in, in Kentucky. I have a several hundred acre horse farm and I breed horses. But for my full-time job, I uh, coached for the coaching company where you and I met And then I went to work with Tom Ferry, helping him build the company, uh, Tom Ferry International. Um, I uh, coached coaches, trained coaches. I've coached individuals and teams. I head up an organization for the company called Women Influencing Real Estate, which is a Facebook group just for women. And I now head up the team program for Tom, and that is agents doing anywhere from 100 to 800 transactions a year or more. Mm -hmm. Uh, We coach the team leader, the admin, the sales agents, the marketing people, the sales managers. We coach the entire group as a whole because we believe when you're running a team, it's not like running a brokerage. Um, And right now in with what we're dealing with right now, it's really important what we're doing with our teams because they're the team leaders are wearing a lot of hats, and we've created a what's called a pivot program for um, our agents and our teams to help keep their head in the game over the next 30, maybe 60 days.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So you know we had talked just briefly right before we hit the record button, and um, I, I would like to talk before we end. I'd like to talk about like what are the challenges that agents are bringing to us and what are the answers. Um, But you also have some information. Maybe we could just kind of work through in the beginning, which is, you know, information about how to work from home, right? Because everyone's at home right now and whether it be the pitfalls or just a little bit of information. So can you just give the audience a little bit of guidance on how to be more effective, you know, at home right now? And, uh, and then we'll go from there.
1: Absolutely. I posted this on my Facebook page and I think it's also on my Instagram. And I just led all of the admins for all of our teams in our training organization, our coaching organization, through a call today on this. And the survey I found, and I, can, um, I can't remember who did this, but it was, what, it, what are the biggest benefits and the biggest struggles of uh, working from home? And the two top ones were collaboration and communication. And that's huge right now. The second one, though, that equal number percentage was loneliness. You can be in a room full of people and still be incredibly alone. Um, And then I I gave them some solutions today, all the way down to something as little as finding reliable Wi-Fi. And where I live in Kentucky, Mm -hmm. that can be a problem. So there were several things here to look at. then we looked at what are the benefits. And the benefits from working at home was the ability to have a flexible schedule which we all know people think real estate is a flexible schedule
2: <laughs> It's not
1: at all. Um, I think one of the biggest benefits of being working at home, um, if you work it right, is understanding time management. So I gave the group today five solutions and I'll share those with you. Um, number one was you need to, become a regular become regular with a routine become regular with what you do when you get up every day you you used to leave take the kids to school go to work and you were in a routine you and i know because we were very our morning routine was very structured and then you get on the phone and you talk about real estate well people don't want to talk about real estate right now so uh i know steve harney who heads up keeping current matters said something and i think is so important He said there are three things that will always dictate your success. Number one is uh, prospecting for leads. Number two is nurturing leads. And number three is closing leads. Very simple. We aren't really closing the leads right now. But nurturing is so important right now. So get into that routine. Find a regular routine. Number two, I said, and it follows the routine part, is time management. You've got a time block. When I am speaking on stage or when I get ready to come and work since I am working from home, which can be a very creative place. I always wear these shoes. See where it says, pal? These shoes are empowering for me. So in the book Todd Herman wrote uh, called The Alter Ego, think in terms of putting something around your wrist, putting on a really crazy pair of shoes or something that says to you and the family, I'm at work right now. I'm at work right now. Todd Herman says in his book, when he would go home, he wouldn't release from work. And so his kids made him a bracelet and hung it on the, a little hook right inside the door. So when he walked in the door, he put on the bracelet. And that meant downtime, not work time. And we do the same thing with work. We just have to find what that is. When I walk around the house in these, my husband knows to not bother me because I'm working. So oh, that's what works. So, so time management, time block that time for you that you're going to work. And, and don't expect to work for four hours. Maybe work an hour. In our pivot program that we have right now for our agents, we have it really, really simple. We ask that you decide how many days you're going to work. And it's so funny. People say, I'm going to work 30 days. We're not asking you to work 30 days. We're asking you to what you feel like you can do. Then how many hours of power? And of course, Greg, you know all about the hour of power. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when you do that hour of power, it's not calling and talking to people about real estate right now. It is, how many new people can I reach out to? How many people in my database can I touch? And am I following up with my leads that were going to do something, but now they're not? They're on hold. Nurturing is everything. So that's the time management part. And then I wrote down, choose three things. Simply choose three things that you're going to do today. For many of our teams, we're having them do a Zoom meeting on Monday morning that's 15 minutes. The big killer of Zoom is people talk too long. So, 15 minute Zoom meeting. What are you going to do? What are your three things you're going to do this week? Maybe it's three different ones every day. Maybe it's three of the same thing. It doesn't matter. What are those three things? Then on Friday afternoon, another Zoom meeting. Hey, what were your wins? What were your challenges? And what can I do as the team leader to support you this week? So, choosing those three things and declaring it to someone around you your coach, another real estate agent, your spouse, that they will hold you accountable. You know, my, I know mine would, mine would be, that's okay, you don't have to do it. So somebody that's going <laughs> to hold you accountable. Number four was exercise. Get a fitness tracker if you have to. But do something to make sure, because the big thing I'm hearing from people is, I'm eating too much. Not a lot to do. Yeah. Get out of the house and go do something. But get a fitness tracker, something that will help you track that. And number five, absolute most important thing is communication. You have to set up a line of communication amongst your team, if you have a team, and even if you don't, with a mentor, a peer, a coach, communications, everything. Our Most of our teams use Slack, and it works really, really well because you can have different rooms. Um, do something so you can have that line of communication. And don't forget about the value of a personal conversation. Mm. You don't have to talk real estate. But whether it's your client base or your agent base, how are you? Let's do a Zoom video. I mean, the ideas that we're sharing on all of our Facebook pages right now that agents are doing to keep people in the game and with their database and their agents is phenomenal.
0: Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's great. I want to go back to something you said because um, I, I, I think I caught it. Um, you said it's not about – Call. it's not about just reaching out to people to talk about real estate but but then you went and said right after that you said like you have to reach out to this person and this group and this centers of influence and your past client and this like what's the difference between it's not like what do you mean it, like it's you don't go make a call just to talk about, about a bunch of real estate but you better make all these calls well what do we talk about
1: Thank you for saying that. I I talked about this last week in the Women Influencing Real Estate Facebook group. I said your tone is Uh everything. Your tone when you talk to people, your tone in your emails, your tone in your video texts um, matters right now more than ever. I saw where a gal had sent out an email and the headline was, Urgent message, COVID-19, read immediately. Mm. The content was, if Ugh. you need any real estate during this time, call me. I would love to list your home. I would like to eat. totally inappropriate. Yeah. The people that communicate right now with the community they're in, with their database that reach out and, and meet new people online like this are going to have business when this is over with. The people that stick their head in the sand... And are afraid and fearful and emotional are going to be that way when it's over with because people are going to gravitate towards a positive mindset. that provides resources, like here's a list of all the restaurants in our town or in this area of town who are doing pickup or delivery.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Something that simple.
0: Yeah, I, you know what? I just wrote down. I wrote down uh, what I'm hearing. My interpretation, mm-hmm. of course is join their tribe now, and they will join your tribe later.
1: Absolutely. But if all you do is call and say, you know, we're still showing houses. Mm-hmm. That's not good. There were agents in New Jersey that were holding open houses, and they shouldn't have been, but they were holding open houses, and people were shaming them on Facebook. Mm-hmm. That's not good for your brand. You mm-hmm. have to consider your brand. And I know as an agent and a team leader that many people are – wearing a lot of hats right now, Take, making sure the sales people are doing okay. What do I do with the admin? Do I get a small business loan? The stimulus package? I'm my family. There's a lot of balls in the air right now that we're all juggling. And that's why I go back to choose three things. And I think, always think in terms of nurture.
3: Yeah. I think one thing that I, I um, took out of that, all those are five great points. And my, my guess is, that if 90 days ago you would have been on um, this podcast, my guess is those five things would have come up in a conversation of what you should be coaching your teammates or what you're coaching your team leaders to be doing on a daily basis anyway, right?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. So- Absolutely.
3: So one of the things that I hear and that I'm hearing agents and you see on the Facebook groups and in even questions from some of the agents that we're working with um, individually is, well, what should I be doing? And it's not necessarily anything different. There might be a little bit different style to the conversation, but those things you just mentioned, those are what you should always be doing. The difference I think is you absolutely, you have to be very deliberate about it right now. You have to be deliberate about each step in even how you spend your time because we all, the, the industry thrives on distractions and there's probably never been a distraction that's quite as big as this. So if, if you're looking for something other than your job to focus on, then you've got it. So you have to be delivered on those things that we know are important the whole the whole time anyway.
1: You do. And in our pivot program, one of the things that we have, um, is 75 technology tools that can make this easier because so many people are learning now how to do virtual listing appointments, how to do virtual buyer conversations. Um, and what I've learned in watching many of our agents do it is that we need to work on that is you have to be very polished when you're doing it like this versus, one-on-one because your body language and your tonality, everything is so much stronger in this small little box than it is in a big room. So you really have to be really polished at it. So we have like 75 different tech tips and then we've got 30 different things you can do on social media to nurture plus backup videos to support all of that. And all of this, of course, for our clients is free. I mean, people can buy it for $99 a month and this material is phenomenal. The beauty of the pivot, though, is it's all of the... We're saying to people, just throw your 2020 plan out. Don't even look mm-hmm. at that right now. Let's just create a 30-day plan. Because, again, we want people focused. We don't want them going, well, I can't do what I said I was going to do in my 2020 plan. It doesn't matter. We're just pivoting to this right now. And the idea, like the gal who is emailing bingo cards to her database and saying, who wants to play bingo on Friday night? And whoever wins the bingo that she's doing... Um, Gets a gift card to a local restaurant that delivers. So it's supporting the local restaurants and it's interacting with people. I did a thing on on Sunday because I really don't like to cook. Um, I'm really not good at it. So I did a Facebook thing. All right, here's these ingredients I have. Help Help me fix something. And I mean, I had hundreds of people coming on and saying, do this, do that. It actually turned out very good. So I think things that are not real estate related still are good for your brand and it nurtures people. Mm
0: -hmm. That's awesome. Here's another one. I want to throw this changing gears a little bit. So you and I have both through been through multiple shifts. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been getting this question and that is, and I've been getting this question in different forms, but I'm going to reduce it down to this. What do you think is similar about this shift versus a different shift that you, another shift you've been in and what would you feel is different about this shift and another shift? Mm -hmm. And I also want to quantify, you know, I don't really know if the market is shifting, right? I like, we don't, we haven't seen prices really go down and and things like that. So I want to, I want to be careful of my words. I don't know of a better word. Let's just say a disruption. You know, there is a disruption taking place right now in our, Mm -hmm. in our, in America. What's different right now, and what's similar, and, and what have you learned from it? That's I just really loaded you up. I'm putting you to work, Debbie, <laughs> because I want to pull out that, that, that wisdom that well, you
1: have. I'm at home with nothing else to do. This okay. is okay. <laughs> um, I think what's similar is every time we have a shift, whether it was 9 11, the many recessions we've been through, uh, when I got in real estate, interest rates were 21%. Every time something happens, it does affect the real estate market and the real estate industry because we're a huge part of this country. We're a huge part of so many people's investments and income. Where this one is different is that we are having to change how we approach it. You could still go on listing presentations, and you and I both did mm-hmm. this, uh, and take listings and sell them and help people get loans at 21%. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: And people said, oh, no one will ever do it. Well, they did because they had to get a house. Now we have to change our approach. You know, Greg, when you and I were starting in this business and we got into coaching, it was a numbers game. You should still track your numbers. But it was 100 contacts a day and, and, and just, you know, what is it? Crash and burn everything. Just yeah. go, 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 Grind go. write it out. It it is a different market and has been for a while. It is an experience market. People appreciate the experience. And now because of the emotional ups and downs of what we're dealing with, um, people need to feel that experience. They need the nurturing, unlike what we used to do. Used to be it was all about get the listing, get it sold and go on to the next one. Now, it's about creating an experience. And I think that's one of the things I love most about working with Tom Ferry is that he's really good at being in the forefront of what's changing and bringing it to us. Because there is no wrong way to do real estate. You should do real estate, You should do what you do best and then learn how to enhance that and bring new tools and systems. Mm. Um, I think we have to change. When I talk about virtually, I can remember us having this conversation, Greg, years ago, and I think Matthew Ferry was in it. And he said, define your perfect buyer. And I said, my perfect buyer is somebody who sends me an email, says, I want to buy a house. I want to pay over list. I don't need to see it. I don't want to meet you. You can email everything to me. And look what we are today. Yeah. Yeah. That can happen. Yeah. So to me, we're just having to get better. And the better we're getting right now, the opportunities it's going to bring us are going to be phenomenal we are so much more global now. Uh, every, so many people are so used to DocuSign. Um, if we can nail down doing a virtual presentation, I mean, that to me is going to cause any agent that nails that and starts doing it now will be ahead of the pack when this is over with.
0: Yeah. I, I think the consumer, Brendan, something you said you, uh, the other day when we were masterminding a little bit, you said that as we're innovating and even, even just use it. Didn't you go on a listen appointment and somebody say to you, um, that, uh, do you have a virtual marketing plan? Did somebody say that to you? That
3: was within, that was 10 days ago and it was an expired call and had the conversation had a great call and was, you know, moving forward, going to send them paperwork from call one. They were motivated, but there was a hiccup and within 45 minutes I got a call back and somebody asked, that seller asked, hey, do you have a virtual marketing plan? And so that was, I'm not sure if that's the reason you brought that upgrade, but that was already out there in the consumer's mind and that's in the last 10 days. That was 10 days.
0: Yeah, so what's happening here, I think, Debbie, is we're all having conversations about this, right? And those conversations are not only heard by amongst us real estate agents, it's getting out to the consumer and the consumer is seeing that as a solution and now they're asking us about it. So it's like the consumer is already changing and it's up to the real estate. We better actually get ahead of this, right? Their expectations is already evolving. And oh, so that, any, any real estate agent that's not getting on, getting on this right now is going to be behind.
1: Yeah. And I think one of the great things you had said on an earlier podcast was there was a time shortly before this where people thought, ah. Oh, Put a sign up. I'll use my Aunt Betty. She lives four hours away. She can sell it. Now they want somebody that's a professional. They want somebody that knows the market. They want somebody that knows how to reach out virtually because that's what you have to do now. They, you know, I think the sales of the Matterport camera have to have gone up. Yeah. Simply because they want that 360. They want that feeling of walking through the home. My husband and I just recently bought a second home in Maine, a summer home. And the, the homes that we wanted to go see were the ones that were done with a 360 or a Matterport because you can get a much better feel for the home. We have to take on technology in a big way right now, hence the 75 technology pieces uh, that we need to be looking into. You don't need to use 75. It's just mm-hmm. like people think they have to be on Twitter and LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook. You don't. You need to be where your eyeballs are, where your mm-hmm. client base is, is where you need to be. Yeah, And we have to start doing more of that. And we can't be afraid of video. That's We've talked video now for four years, which is a good thing, because now people really need to start doing more video. There was a study that Zillow did that when you did a video text to a lead that you got, you had a response. You got 60% more responses, and you got it immediately. Immediately. Versus, versus a written text or an email. No response. Yeah. It was a huge difference. Huge.
2: Yeah.
0: Major shifts going on. And, and great. We're innovating, which is uh, we're all going to win. Or those that innovate are going to win. In the end, the buyer and the seller. Ex- we've been talking about we need to improve the experience of the consumer. Well, uh, we don't have a choice now because the consumer is really, really demanding it because they understand what they need now that they're held hostage in their homes right this moment. Absolutely.
1: So. And it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. It just ta- it needs to be the knowledge of the scripts and dialogues, what to say, how to say it. I think it's understanding their personality so that you can get into their model of the world to help them make a decision versus expecting them to, to do what, what you think you should say and do. We have to create that experience around the consumer. We do.
0: Yeah. So let's go back to like the agents themselves. What are you hearing? Cause you're around a lot of agents and in, in the circles that you, that you run in, especially within the coaching company. Um, I, I, I'm, you know, hearing a lot of things uh, also from agents, like what, what challenges, what fears do you, what, what's some of the biggest fears that you hear agents have right now? And then how, what would you share with them to kind of alleviate some of that and keep them moving forward?
1: I think the fears are different based on the makeup of your business. If you are a team leader and you have 15 agents under you, your, your concerns are not just for you and your business, but for your admin and your sales agents as well. So there's, there's, there's that segment of the group, the population. And what we're doing is that we're just stepping up the number of calls. We're doing extra calls every week for the sales agents on our teams, for the admin on our teams. Uh, extra, I'm doing, Tom did a series, did uh, sales meetings for every team leader in our program last month. I'm doing it this month. Uh, we're just providing that access, providing that experience to keep their head in the game and keep their mindset moving forward. It has been huge, the response that we've gotten from people saying, I couldn't keep doing this without somebody. It's no different than you guys. If one of you has gone and the other one has to do the work all by themselves for the next six months, it's just not the same. Mm -hmm. When I was building, bringing up the gal that eventually bought my practice, uh, once I left, she would call me up and say, it's not the same. There's something to be said for having a human being to walk this path along with you, whether it's a coach, a partner, whatever it is. With the individual agents, um, I think it's a different kind of challenge. Um, It's balancing um, family, it is for everybody, balancing family and the business. I think for the individual agents though, the financial side of it is a little bit different than somebody that's running a team or running a real estate company. It's a little bit different. One of the first things we said six weeks ago, if not before, to everyone on our coaching call is cut your expenses. (laughs) I had a client that says, Well, you know, I get a lot of business from Waze. You know what Waze is?
3: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And I said, Yeah, but I think for the next 60 days, people aren't going to be using Waze a lot. We could probably cut that.
3: (laughs) So, (laughs) know where they're going.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think, yeah. So, I think you have to look at what you're spending money on. I mean, just like Zillow came out and gave everybody 50% off on Realtor.com, 60% off for a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you have to look at that. I think you do. You have to cut your expenses. You can always bring it back later, but you have to cut your expenses.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. So, um, Brenda, what kind of questions do you have? She's, yeah, like, she's got a lot of knowledge here. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to get your opinion
3: on um, you know being through multiple shifts and mm-hmm. seeing that we do come out the, the other side. We've always come out the other side. There's always been a time where tomorrow is better than today and the next day is better than tomorrow and so on and so forth. One of the challenges I think in the industry is agents have a tendency not to work on things in the future for their business. So building pipelines, building databases, generating leads that aren't necessarily ready today, but they are some point down the road. We see that that's a challenge. They focus their time on making a dollar maybe today or tomorrow. And right now, that's really, really difficult. Like, I think that's been taken away for the time being. People are feeling like, man, if I, what's the point? Because they already had a challenge of working for something way down the road in the future. And now you took maybe that immediate because the the, uh, lead flow slows or you can't go show a property, you can't hold an open house. That was one of your pillars. How do you re-engage that person? Because that's going to get them through this. But that's really what's going to allow. That's what we know allows all of us to build big big businesses. So it's never been more important.
1: I think it's a couple things. And I think number one right now, they need to try to think creatively. And if they don't have a creative mind, get in a mastermind group and think creatively. Like virtual open houses. Um, There are people that are are showing houses and they put the gloves on, they put the mask on. They open everything up, sit in their car. The buyer goes without them, walks through the house, and then they get on their cell phone and they talk. Uh, You have to get creative. Um, Again, if we're talking experience, you can't just work deal to deal. You have to create. And this has been the advantage, I think, Greg, that we've had all of these years of selling real estate. And that is that the majority, I mean, the vast majority of agents never talk to the client again when they're done. Unless there's a problem. And the the client calls them. But because we're willing to reach out and have for years reach out to people and have a conversation with them. Or if you have a geographic farm and somebody bought in that farm and they didn't use you and you create some little note cards with the picture of the house on the front, wrap them in a ribbon and drop them off. You know, there's all kinds of little creative things you can do that don't have to cost a lot of money. Long term, I think agents need to stop grabbing the shiny penny.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There are so many things that jump out They say, Oh my God, everybody's doing that. I should do it too. No, no. I have a deal with my clients. You don't make a purchase over $200 for your business that we don't discuss first because the shiny penny is really hard to resist. And we will jump on things because we think that's what we need to do. When what I think everyone needs is a business plan. They need to have a communication plan with their database so they have a business plan, they have a communication plan, and then they need to have, as you know, Greg, we've discussed this before, uh, a business account, a personal account, an investment account. They need to have a savings account. They need to have a tax account. So many people live day to day. And when things like this happen, they're scared because they don't have money. And, and it doesn't have to be that way. Uh, again, and then that takes me back to the creativity Find great deals out there and find someone else that will put up the money and do 50-50 with you because you do all the work. There's so many opportunities for future income that we don't think about because we're so in that moment, in that one deal.
0: You know, if, if people could just wake up every morning and, 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 and just, just understand that we can wake up with the thought of control what you can control and don't stress over what you cannot control we just wake up like that and 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 then go into our routine show up and and just continue to do the work that we have in front of us there's going to be there's so much opportunity but people are trying to you know there will be those people that are are stressing about things that they can't control and that is a distraction Mm -hmm. and, and 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 disables or doesn't allow them to actually have the clarity to do the things that they can control it, it, it absolutely
1: like, stops them in their tracks i have a sister them. yeah i have a sister who's blind and disabled and she was in the hospital uh, two weeks ago um and she went in with a respiratory virus of course they weren't sure what it was and she has scoliosis and i could go on and on and on it would take all day so she was in the hospital but the hospital middle wouldn't let anyone in to see her now she's blind mm-hmm. They don't understand, there are certain things with blind people, like you don't sit the food tray down and leave. She doesn't know what's there. She's like, this thing is warm and has a lid. Well, it's probably coffee. She doesn't know those things. So I couldn't control that because I couldn't get in to help her. And it. I could have been absolutely devastated. Or I can think, how can I creatively help her and not be there? Mm. So instead of getting overwhelmed and devastated because. I might have tenants not sending me rent checks this month, or I might have clients that are having a breakdown. I can't control that. What I can do is contribute something positive. I can think about I can't control it. How can I contribute to it in a positive way? So with her, every time the nurses change shift, I'm on the phone with the nurse. Okay, now let me just give you a little background, and and because th- they wouldn't let anyone in the hospital because mm-hmm. of COVID 19 with our clients. With our families, with our, our spouses and our kids, we can't, I can't control what my husband does every day. He runs the county. He's like a mayor or governor of a county. He's the county judge here. I can't control that. I'd like for him to stay home. I can't control that. So how can I contribute in a positive way? Mm. And I think if we ask ourselves that, okay, I really want to control it. Well, that's not happening. So then how can I contribute in a positive way? Look for the outcome you're going for and stop trying to control it. Because I think that that need to control is literally what takes people down.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You may not be able to control, but you can contribute.
1: You can contribute in a positive way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's, always, there's always an answer. Every challenge that the universe puts in front of us, there's always a solution. Sometimes we just have to stop in the moment and, and, and ask ourselves what it is. And we don't do that. We run headlong into it, what we think we're supposed to do to control it. And it doesn't work out. It's
3: never about what happens. It's about how you react to it.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. Attitude's everything.
0: Yeah. That is is that that is fantastic. So before we, uh, you know, wind down, uh, Brenda, do you have any other questions or, or Debbie, anything that maybe you just want to share with real estate agents to, to be that contribution in a positive way? Um, that might uplift them and just you know give them the confidence to keep going. Right now,
1: you know, I, I think I I I I wake up every day and I say, I serve every day. I serve every day. I control my outcome and I contribute to others. Today, uh, there is a lesson out there I want to learn, and there's a lesson out there I want to teach. Mm-hmm. And that's how I start my day. So I think if you can have, and whatever it is for you, for me, the most important part is, where's there a lesson I can learn? And where's there a lesson I can teach? Luckily, we have Google. So you can Google anything you want and learn about it. That's
3: right. Gets late at night, then you can Google and learn something.
1: Exactly. And then where's there a lesson I can teach? Who can I contribute to today in some small way? Whether it is old school handwritten note, to, to, um, people in the local nursing home that I know can't go anywhere, but I can get the list of names and write them a note. And you may not be able to with all nursing homes, but in this particular case, I can. Um, maybe it's through a coaching call. Maybe it's through somebody I don't even know reaching out because they're having a breakdown. Where can we contribute and where can we learn? I think we have to take that on every single day.
3: Great
0: way to stay engaged. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good. Perfect. All right, Brendan, any final thoughts for if we uh, shut her down? I don't think so. That was a great one.
3: Debbie, thank you so much for, for hopping on and a, a busy time, I know, for you. So I know there's a, a lot of stuff that the audience is going to get out of that, and I appreciate that.
1: Lots of opportunity. Thank you guys for letting me spend some time
0: with you. It was fun. Yeah, we can do yeah this again. You, and you did contribute it in a big way, you know, today. You. So we can check Bye. out today. Now, you got work to do tomorrow. got to go find <laughs> something else to do to contribute. So thank you Absolutely. so much. Thank you so much, and I'm so glad that we got to connect in in in, in this format, and just to uh, just to hear your thoughts and how they've evolved over the years. So, thank you so much. I, I really do appreciate it. And for those of you that are listening, um, if you could just uh, you know leave us a comment, uh, you know give us a review. Five star review would be great. Uh, One star review would still be accepted. Tell us how we're doing. Share with us what kind of uh, topics you'd like us to discuss, and I'll find the guests Uh, to touch on those. So until the next time, Debbie, Brendan, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Thank you guys.